Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Beginning Spanish Podcast. I'm Dr. Todd Mack from Hillsdale College, and today in class we discuss the cultures of Ecuador and Bolivia. Today in class we discuss the cultures of Ecuador and Bolivia. So these are both uh, countries in the Andes Mountains. They're separated by the country of Peru. So Ecuador sits kind of right on top of Peru, and Bolivia sits right below it. Um... I decided to talk about these cultures together because the textbook that we use has them both together and uh, share some similarities and some differences. Uh, as always, when I talk about culture, we talk about food, politics, and music and, and or dance. So the food thing that I decided to talk about is a, a food called seco de pollo. It's a Ecuadorian food, and it's, <laughs> it's really good. Uh, I have eaten a lot of seco de pollo uh, when I was a missionary in Spain. Um, I worked with Ecuadorians every day. And um, there were a lot of Ecuadorian immigrants in Spain uh, when I was there. They continue to be. Uh, I mean, there were so so many. One day I asked somebody, is Ecuador like empty? Because I feel like there are so many Ecuadorians in Spain right now. And they said, actually, it kind of is kind of getting empty. Um, a lot of people were leaving economically. Uh, Spain has struggled, or Ecuador has struggled uh, mightily for uh, the last several years. And um, so the, the, but the food uh, is good. <laughs> and the food that we talk about today is called seco de pollo. And seco de pollo is a, uh, it, so seco means dry. So you'd think it would be like dried chicken or something, like chicken jerky, but it's not that at all. Uh, so what you do to make seco de pollo is um, you make a reduction. Of, so first you make a, a little salsa, and different people will put different things in it, but main ingredients seem to be uh, peppers, um, sometimes tomatoes, sometimes achiote, which is uh, kind of a red, it's a really bright, uh, like a dark red um, seasoning. Uh, and then, um, <clears throat> you will, uh, oh, onions, uh, some garlic, and you put that in a blender and blend it up and it, with some water, and it makes, uh, like a watery kind of salsa. And you take that and, uh, you put it in a pan, and then, uh, it boils down. It has kind of a red color because of the achiote or the tomatoes. And... You boil it down, boil it down, boil it down until it starts to dry out. And you don't want it to burn, but you want it to be, uh, you know, starting starting to dry out. So the trick is to have it on kind of a medium heat and be patient and let it uh, let it evaporate, let it reduce down. And once it's pretty much reduced down, just before it's, you would think that it would start to burn, then you drop in uh, your chunks of chicken. This would be just like a... Um, what we call like a pollo descuartizado, you know, like a, a chicken and you've cut it into big chunks, maybe into quarters or eighths or something. Uh, and you put it in there and then you just, you stir it around and you pour a bunch more water in. Uh, so, so the, the chicken is boiling. So you've covered up the water. Now the chicken will boil and you let it boil for a while. Uh, and it just gets a really nice flavor. <laughs> uh, and you can eat it with rice and potatoes uh, and uh, it's pretty simple. It's made with really simple ingredients, but it's just really, really good. Um, 
So that's uh, Seco de Pollo. And we talked a little bit about politics. This Lenin Moreno is the president of Ecuador right now. And, uh, he was uh, the vice president uh, pre- to the previous administration. And um, and at that time, the the administration was quite, uh, quite left-leaning, um, quite quasi-socialist. And... Uh, and Ecuador struggled, as one might imagine. And Moreno has this idea that you can have uh, you can have a leftist and a rightist socialist uh, policies. So you can have a left left leaning socialist policies, social policies, and right leaning economic policies. And you can kind of bring these two things together. So he says, with the right hand, I'm going to extend my right hand to business and my left hand to the poor. And um, he has moved away from Venezuela and Bolivia and Cuba uh, and towards the United States. So he's definitely moderating, but he won't say that he's conservative. And uh, what what he would tell you is that he's looking for like a, a new socialism, a new socialism that recognizes the reality that you can't nationalize everything and put all of the uh, production in the hands of the government. But that at the same time, uh, he doesn't want to abandon uh, the poor and the needy. And, and the fact is that Ecuador uh, is really struggling economically um, uh, with uh, poverty and unemployment. And so uh, last year he met with Mike Pence and they talked about um, how we could uh, build relationships between the countries. And uh, it's, I think it's an interesting place to watch and kind of see what happens uh, to see if they can kind of pull out of the tailspin that they're in without having a, a full-on revolution. Um, and and it would be interesting to see what would happen then in other countries like like Bolivia or, um, well, Venezuela's uh, a different story right now. But it would be interesting to see if other countries might be able to do something similar. Uh, and so Lenny Moreno. The other thing that's interesting about Lenny Moreno is that he was shot uh, in a robbery and uh, paralyzed and now he um, now he's in a wheelchair and uh, and he he speaks a lot on behalf of um, the disabled and uh, fighting for the rights of, of people that are uh, disabled or, or less abled um, and so uh, so anyway interesting guy Lenin Moreno dark Lenin dark Lenin from uh, from Ecuador and the final thing that we talked about in class today is uh, dance and music from Bolivia. And uh, we talked about two different kinds. So the first kind is called saya. And saya is, um, is an old form of dance. It, it comes out of the slave culture in Bolivia. And there were uh, African slaves, lots of African slaves, all throughout uh, Latin America. And in different places, they had um, a different kinds of cultural impact, but they always had a cultural impact. Uh, and in Bolivia, they have uh, a dance that's called saya, and saya is um, is a kind of a dance that uh, it's like they took all of the hard <laughs> of uh, of being slaves and um, and kind of recontextualize it in in the form of dance. Uh, so there's a guy that's called a caporal who is usually a, a man. He's a man, and um, he has a whip. And uh, sometimes you'll see the people uh, through dance represent kind of an uprising against the caporal. Uh, sometimes they're all just kind of dancing together. Um, 
the women wear uh, kind of longish white, uh, usually white uh, skirts and blouses, and the men wear uh, white kind of um, uh, s simple, uh, like farming kind of clothes, uh, peasant clothes with uh, with red, usually a red, um, uh, like a bandana or scarf around their neck. Uh, and that's Saya, and people still continue to dance Saya. It has a long tradition. Um, it, the music is played with a typical Andean instruments, so like a like a, an, an Andean flute, uh, but also African drums and a, and a guitar. So it's it's this fusion of uh, European, African, and Latin American indigenous uh, styles, as is often the case with Latin American music. Uh, and, and so Saya was the predominant uh, form of music and dance in Bolivia until 1969. In 1969, these two brothers called Pacheco got together and they said, we should make a new kind of dance in Bolivia. And so they kind of whole, almost whole cloth made this, this new kind of dance. It has some, uh, some elements of Saya in it. It's called Caporales. And Caporales, uh, again, one of the figures in the Saya. And uh, in Caporales, they were these really bright... Uh, kind of metallic-looking suits with the men and the women both have um, usually long sleeves with great big puffy shoulders, uh, lots of sequins. Um, the men wear these uh, boots that have um, that have bells on them, and uh, and they um, and the the men especially their dance their dance is really athletic. It's almost. Uh, uh, almost can sometimes remind me of uh, like like really athletic um, Russian dancing, uh, but there there are lots of high jumps and uh, leaping, uh, and the women wear these really short skirts and they just kind of sashay around um, and swing their hips, and uh, and that's that's kind of caporales for a while. In recent years, uh, more women have started dancing uh, in a similar style to the men. So you'll see women dressed uh, in, a, in a suit typical uh, of what we would have seen uh, the men wear before uh, and also doing this really athletic dance. Uh, I found that my students sometimes have a hard time connecting with, um, with Caporales artistically. Um, I think in part because it's just, uh, I think with modern, uh, with the sensitivities that we have to um, like issues of objectification of women, uh, it can be kind of jarring to see these men doing all these awesome leaps and things, and then the women basically just uh, just kind of shaking their hips and uh, and not doing uh, anything really very interesting. Although even the best caporales, uh, the women, I would say, um, are are doing interesting things with the dance. Uh, but athletically, it's uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> It's pretty cool to see uh, some great caporales, both uh, both for the men and the women. Um, so we so that was kind of it. So we talked about Seco de Pollo from Ecuador. We talked about Lenny Moreno from Ecuador, and we talked about caporales and saya from from Bolivia. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. If you find this show helpful, I encourage you to go to anchor.fm slash beginningspanish for a full list of episodes and to support the show financially. Don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app of choice and please recommend uh, the show to your friends. Feel free to reach out with questions or feedback by finding me on Twitter at Todd K. Mac or emailing me at tmac at hillsdale.edu. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you might also like my other shows. This semester, I have one on philosophy and fiction in modern Spain and one on the hero's journey in masterpieces of film. Until next time, so long. Thank you.